We didn't read the purport about Lord Buddha. Yeah, we didn't read the one about Ram. I mean, uh, Krishna. Krishna is the next one. Is it not chapter 3? No, it's, it's just text 23 instead of 24. We didn't oh, text 23. I had 25 here. I thought we read it's, Ram. It's chapter 3, text 23. 23. I've been known to be wrong, but I do think that... Well, let's just do 23. Well, how can you beat it? It's talking about Krishna. Yeah. What do you think I mean? What, what verse do we mean? Do you remember? Uh, I have to look at her. I think you chanted the last verse. Okay, this is, okay, this is the one about Ram. Two weeks in our mind. Oh, I can do whichever one you like. They're all sweet. Yeah. I can goof up just about any one of them, so. Pick one for me to, to goof up on. He's the program director at Sri Yeah, well, if we didn't read the one about Lord Buddha. Well, go ahead and read 23. 23? All right. I don't know because I read it at my house. Does That's everybody do the Sanskrit or should I just do it or how do we do it? Whoever wants to. We take turns. I mean, you know, whoever has the courage. Well, on the first verse, anyway. A con bimshe. Vimshatime Vishnu Vishnu Prop Pratya Janmani Janmani Rama Rama Krishna Krishna Iti Uvahu Bhagavan Bhagavan Aharat Param Param Kan vim shi vim shantel time. Kan vim shi prapajan mani. Rama Krishna viti bhuvo. Rama Krishna viti bhuvo. Bhagavana haradbaram. Very good. Very good. Vishnu Pratya Janmani Rama Krishna Viti Bhuvo Bhagavan Aharad Bharam. Go ahead, just do one line and then we'll repeat. Ekano Vishnu 
Vishnu Pratya Janmani Vishnu Pratya Janmani Ramakrishna Viti Bhuvo Ramakrishna Viti Bhuvo Bhagavan Aharad Varam Bhagavan Aharad Varam Anyone else? In the 19th. In the 19th. In In the 20th. In the 20th. In the Having obtained Janmani, Janmani. births, births. Rama. Rama, Balaram, Balaram. Krishna. Krishna, Sri Krishna, Sri Krishna. Iti. Iti. Thus. Thus. Bhuvaha. Bhuvaha. Of the world. Of the world. Bhagawan. Bhagawan. The personality of Godhead. Personality of Godhead. Aharat. Aharat. Removed. Removed. Bharam. Bharam. Burden. Burden. Translation. In the 19th and 20th incarnations, the Lord invented himself as Lord Balaram and Lord Krishna in the family of Vrishni, the Yadu dynasty, and by so doing he removed the burden of the world. Purport. <coughs> the specific mention of the word Bhagawan in this text indicates that Balaram and Krishna are original forms of the Lord. This will be further explained later. Lord Krishna is not an incarnation of the Purush uh, as we learned from the beginning of this chapter. He is directly the original personality of Godhead and Balaram is the first plenary manifestation of the Lord. From Baladev, the first uh, phalanx of plenary expansions, Vasudev, Sankarshan, Aniruddha, Pradyumna, expands. Lord Sri Krishna is Vasudev and Baladev is Sankarshan. So this is a, an important point. I'll, I'll just briefly touch on this. Um, uh, people in this material world are, are very competitive. You know, if I have my idea or my conception of something, then uh, due to false ego, I have to defend it above, you know, mine's better than yours, you know. Uh, I drive a Chevy, you drive a Ford, well, everybody knows Chevys are better. I wouldn't drive it unless it was, you know, you see what I mean? So, there's something about me personally that it's a statement of what I uh, drive, the way I dress, uh, the way I do my hair, the, the, the way I polish my shoes, and the God that I have, you see? So, my false ego uh, kind of closes reason, you see? It's hard for me to uh, accept that yours may be better, you know? because I've, I've had that. That's been me for a long time. So, uh, so people, they, they, when they hear about Krishna, they have a tendency to think, oh, 
oh, well, that's very nice. So this is your God. You know, I've got my God. Uh, so this is your God. You know, they talk of your Krishna. You know, and what they don't understand is that everybody may have a God. That's okay. That God is unlimited. There are con- con- uh, uh, conceptions of God that uh, everyone could have their own. Practically, you see, He's unlimited. You see, but there is an original source of all these. Uh, incarnations and all these expansions and that's Krishna Krishna is the source of all this you see that's the hard point to get across to some people even when they think they get it they still kind of think that well my conception is on an equal level no your exception your, your perception of God is right but it came from this Krishna he's the original personality of Godhead you know and we're only saying that just for your information. We're not saying, well, I'm better than you or anything like that. Krishna is the source of all sources. He's the original, you see. His abode, uh, Goloka Vrindavan, is what we call, the, it's the home in the going back home, back to Godhead, you see. Now, you don't have to go there. Uh, we originated from there, but we don't have to go back there, at least not right away. We can go into the impersonal Brahman, you know, get all tangled up in the, the nirvanic bliss, uh, and be in that, uh, uh, in the bright light, in the formless, personality-free environment, you see, we could do that, but we're probably going to get a little tired of it, you know, now, people want to argue that sometimes, but it's like, we, I think it was last night we were talking, you know, let's say that you get Brahman realization. Well, a lot of people say, oh, what's that? Well, that's merging into this light that you want to go into. Okay, so what does it give you? Any ideas? What do you get if you, if you uh, get, what do you get? When I think of that, I think of the, like, maybe some of my early Christian teachings of the tunnel of light. When you die, you go into the tunnel. Yeah, yeah. And I always thought that was beautiful, but for me it was like, and, uh, you know, that's not, that's not what I'm hoping for after yeah. that, you know. Yeah, uh, the tunnel of light. Where does the tunnel go? Do we just walk this tunnel for eternity? You see? Let's say, a lot of times people say, well, if I, if I go into the Brahma Jyoti, the, uh, emerge into the universal energy, uh, I'll get peace. Okay, so what do you do? Next, what's your next step? So now you're peaceful. But you're, are you even peaceful? Well, yeah, are you? You know? I mean, you might be called yeah, neutral. For a while until you get, until That's you get tired a good point. That's a very intelligent observation. Do you have get a little neutral, you see. Do you know what nirvana means? Nirvana to me, I don't know the, the meaning, the direct meaning, but I think of it as... Oh, that's really interesting. How do you put it into words? Sorry. You, you uh-huh. Probably Prabhupada's talked about it, but I can't think of what exactly. The what actual means. Sanskrit definition of it means it's, it's uh, let's see, the best way to put it into English, I, I, I guess, would be, it's an acceptable stage. It's not like, oh, incredible bliss, as some people think. It's like nothing. It's nothing. You're, you're nothing. It's, it's just acceptable. You're not... There's no anxiety, but there's not a whole lot of bliss, and you're just kind of like, you know. So, 
if, 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 if we find that uh, all attractive, we may head for that destination, you see. Uh, then some people say, I say, well, you know, once you get peace, then what? What else? Oh, well, uh, okay, happiness. All right, so here you are. You're happy and you're peaceful. Now what? You see, and you can go on and on. People keep realizing, well, it, it's not enough. Nobody's ever said to me, but that's plenty. Because your mind is really intelligent enough to know that if I'm just happy and peaceful, that sets the stage for something better. You know, I get away from the pangs of material existence. So maybe for a while I'll take a breather. You know, I'll think, oh, whew, it's nice to be here. There's nothing, you know, no challenges. I mean, here I am. You know, Om Shanti Om. Oh, this is nice. I'm taking a nice rest. You know. Okay, uh, well this has really been fun. Uh, but isn't that the goal of Buddhism, the uh, Nirvana? Yeah, exactly. So they're working really hard for that. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But it's not a permanent uh, liberation, you see. It's not permanent. You'll get there and after a while you're going to say, well this has been great. I've, you know, it's been a nice rest, you know. But it probably teaches one how to get out of the material world. It's like a, a step, it's on the ladder or something. Exactly. It's a step in the right direction. Well, our scripture says it's better than any material desire, right? It's it's better, better than, than any material desire. That's it's, a big stuff. It's even better. It's better than any material desire. Yeah. Exactly. Because it's transcendental. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it's not permanent in that the living entity, once he gets there, he's gonna, he, it's gonna run its course. Mm -hmm. So you've been there. You you've got away from the material concept. You got out of the bodily designation. And here you are, you're liberated, but you don't have senses, you don't have form, you don't really have any personality, you have some consciousness, and you know, you can perceive there are other living entities there with you, but you can't communicate, because they don't have personalities either. They do, but they're, you know, you're in this whirling energy, you see. So, and after, after the rest of, of not being chased by the material energy, you see, not being dogged by all the problems that exist in the material world, you're going to say, all right, I'd like something better. I know there's something better, and darn it, I'm going to get it. So you turn around, you go back to the material world, you take your birth, but this time you've got a little bit more consciousness, you see. You, you take off right where you left off, and you pursue a different path, you see. Perhaps you wind up in the, uh, one of the Vaikuntha planets where you're worshiping Krishna in great awe and reverence. You know, one of the Narayan planets. Krishna has four arms, great, you know, fantastic opulence like you wouldn't believe. Everything is gold and jewels and, and every time you see Lord Narayan you fall down to the ground at his feet, you know. It's just wonderful to be around the Supreme Lord like that. You're talking about the, the spiritual planets? Yeah. You like said you fell to the spiritual planet? No, no, you, you go back, you fall down to the, you hit the ground, you, you offer your obeisances. As soon as God walks in, you fall down to offer your obeisances. You fall down like a rod. You know. Great awe and reverence. You know. When you see Lord Narayan, you go, oh, God, oh my God, you see. Awe and reverence. You're there in the presence of the Supreme God. 
And after a while, you more than likely will will transcend that even. But, but isn't that dependent on what your spiritual, your, what do they call it, your constitutional position is? If you're meant to eternally serve God in all and reverence, you'll be happy with that. You're not meant to do anything. Well, I mean, whatever your soul is, yeah, meant what, maybe not the yeah, right word, but your desires. I mean, even in Chaitanya Charitamrita, they have examples, you know, like where Lord Chaitanya will say, you know, you should worship. Was that one where, where Lord Chaitanya said you should worship Krishna to um, Morari Gupta? I think it was. Mm -hmm. He he tried it, <laughs> you know, but it, that was not his relationship with God. He wasn't ready for it at that time. So you're saying he, the fact that he he uh, was an eternal associate of Lord Ramachandra, that wasn't the reason. Oh, well. It could be that he was a, a, an eternal associate of Lord, of Lord Ramchandra, but in general, uh, it could be that people aren't ready for Krishna at this particular time. You, know, you see, it's a big step to uh, to associate with Krishna. You see, now people see it as, well, wow, I'm stepping way up if I'm going from the from something like the Narayan planets where. God is in great opulence and I'm worshiping with awe and, and reverence. If I'm going to take a step up from that platform, wow, it must be really lofty, you know, to get onto this, this Krishna and his planet, you know, Goloka Vrindavan, that must be even more opulent. But it's not, you see. To get to Krishna, you've got to have Krishna Prem. You've got to have pure love of Godhead, you see. So, so when you get there, you're just like pure and transcendental. It's natural. Right, and you've lost any traces of awe and reverence, you see. There's no awe and reverence. Just so Jai Dwayta Maharaj and I were talking about this in, in Mayapur, and uh, we were having lunch together on his veranda, and he, we were talking about it. And he's just an incredible person to get deep with. And he said... Krishna doesn't get any respect in Goloka Vrindavan. Didn't get respect. He's just loved. You see? Now in the material world we think, well, doesn't respect go along with love? <coughs> Not if you have enough love. If you have enough love, there's no room for respect. Love just over outweighs everything. You see? In the material world we think, well, I'm your husband, and uh I want you to love me, and you better respect me. My false ego is just, you know. But when there's nothing but pure love, there's no question. If you love me that much, heck, but respect. I got love. I don't need the respect, you see. That respect is something that false ego is going to want, you see. But when you get so up close and personal with Krishna, you know, with Krishna praying, pure love of Godhead, there's no room. There's no room for respect. And not only that, let me ask a question. Ponder this. In Goloka Vrindavan, is Krishna God? No. He's not God. To the inhabitants there, he's not. He's just Krishna. He's just Krishna. Now he is God, but to them he's not. As a matter of fact, in, in the supreme home back to Godhead. There's no need for God. 
You don't need God when you have Krishna. But then you can even see that, like with interactions with people, like if somebody's like really in awe of somebody, and they feel kind of uncomfortable around them, and they like they really can't like exchange love with them. They're so that, nervous. That, exactly. <laughs> you know. If you have enough respect for somebody, you, it's hard to get real intimate with them, you see. So some people, people in the material world think, well, no, no, respect goes with love. Up to a point, but then when the love gets strong enough, there's no room for respect. See, our false <laughs> ego tells us, puts a, a false uh, importance on respect. My false ego, you see. You better hope you respect me, because you know what? If you don't, somehow or other, I'll whip some respect into you. I'll outdo you. I'll do whatever. If I can't, I'll sue you. We'll do something, but I, I will be respected. That's the attitude. You see? How dare you say that? Show me some some respect. You see? But now, uh, 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 amongst people who thoroughly, totally love one another. What's the question of respect, you see? How can you respect somebody that steals your clothes while you're taking a bath? <laughs> Who does that? Krishna. Of course, with the You know? Now, I mean, do you think they respect him? No, they think he's naughty. Yeah. His mother takes a switch and spanks his behind because she's just had it with him. She has to tie him up to a grinding stone. You know, I mean, she, she's just, it's like we were talking this morning, and there are so many different ways of saying Krishna. You know, you can say, you can say that word Krishna in so many different ways, you know. I mean, the, what, did, what did the gopis say when, when they, they were going to get out of the water and they saw that Krishna had stolen their saris? Krishna! You know, what did Mother Yashoda say when Krishna had stolen the butter again? Krishna! You know. How does Radharani call Krishna when she can't find him? Krishna! You know? See, by vibrating this Krishna, it's, uh, as we were talking earlier, that's, uh, that, that is, uh, uh, God's names are unlimited. But he likes that. Why? Because it's it's not just a word, you know. In, in the in the Western world, you know, you don't the names don't mean anything. Hi, my name's Jim. Well, I'm Bob. What does Jim and Bob mean? You know, there might be something. What does it mean? Well, names don't have any meaning. You see, but Krishna has a meaning. Oh, beautiful, most beautiful, most attractive one. You see, it's a flattering thing to say. So when you call that in, 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 in love, when you call out Krishna, you know, it's like music to his ears. He's like, yes? You know? Oh, listen, Radharani, did you hear, what, did you hear that, how that person said Krishna? You know, very interesting. So this is the original personality of Godhead. And everything else comes from there, you see. All the con all the concepts, all the concepts that are bona fide. There are concepts of God that are not bona fide, but all the bona fide conceptions of God, uh, due to your level of sincerity, 
and your level of love for Krishna. When you, if you can work your way to the topmost love, then you can have Krishna. If it's all in reverence that you can need to stop at, you know, then you can have Narayan. You can have, and it's wonderful. It's all bona fide, you see. But Narayan comes from Krishna. You see. So, any questions on that? Yes. Since, uh, since there is no uh, false ego in uh, spiritual planets, why should there many from 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 your statement you said that respect and all comes with false ego and things like that. Since, you know, people you know, in Vaikuntha don't have false ego, so why should they respect Narayan? Oh, it's uh, it's all in reverence. They're not demanding respect for themselves. They're not, yeah, they're not demanding respect. It's no, all in reverence. For the Lord, yeah. why should they respect since they don't have false Well, ego? He's, he, he's so omniscient. He's so... Uh, so much grandeur that he he commands respect. He doesn't demand it, but he commands respect. Oh, could you could you turn that down a little bit? Just a little bit. You see what I mean? Then it's why, not why demanded. I mean, why don't uh, you know, devotees in uh, Krishna Loka uh, you know, respect him? So since, you know, they're saying... With Krishna? Yeah. Respect, respect yeah. Krishna? Yeah. They're too deep in love with it. They're so much in love with it that that's really all. Love transcends respect. It's very difficult for a lot of people to understand that in this material world, you know, until we associate with Krishna's devotees. So until when you're with Narayan, you're still learning what tr what love is, devotional service, bhakti. Yeah. You're yeah. still working out your, yeah, you're learning how to serve. Still. Yeah. So well, what happens if you're, and you've achieved liberation and you're on the Narayan planet and you're worshiping Lord Narayan, and then you decide that you want, you want Krishna, you want something higher, what, what happens then? Fall for a, file for a transfer, you know? I, th I thought you go to the planet of your Ishtadev. So whoever you wor worship in the lives that lead you to God is the, is the form of God you go to that planet. No. It said there's there's a, there's a spiritual evolution after you get into the spiritual world. Yeah. It's you not immediate. It's, it's not automatic. As soon as you die so here. Are you saying that all the people on Lord Narayan's planet, none of them belong there? They all belong in Goloka uh, Vrindavan? Well, that, that, that's, that's, that's the home when we talk to back home. That's the ultimate Back body. to Godhead. That's the ultimate home, Goloka Vrindavan. It's the source. Uh, all right. Uh, it's not human nature, nor is the nature of the soul, to not seek the very topmost. Is it? But if I don't mean to be argumentative. Yeah. yeah. But if you go with that logic, then of the five rasas, you would say it's human nature to seek the topmost, and that the people who have uh, servitorship, uh, friendship, parental mood towards Krishna, they're eventually going to outgrow that and they're also going to want to be a gopi. I mean, that's the same type of reason. No, you can have that same love. and I mean, Mother Jashoda's love isn't, uh, is um, every bit as strong uh, as the gopis. 
Well, it's just a, it's, it's a, a different love. flavor. It's a different different flavor. It's a different type. But it's these are these are existing and go cool. You see. Now there are some there are some sects that that uh, disagree. There's arguments. All I know is Prabhupada talked of home. Goloka Vrindavan is home. Because I've also he heard like the four sampradayas, those people who are attracted to say Lord Narayan, they, they won't come to Lord Chaitanya's, you know, Gaudiya, uh, yeah. Gaudiya you know, sampradaya. Yeah. They'll go to a different sampradaya. They're not into that, Ross. Yeah. 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 So, and some people, some people it's very difficult for them to, just like I was saying, they can't accept that Krishna is the source of all sources. Well, that's why a lot of the Hindus say that uh, Krishna is an incarnation of, of Vishnu. Right. They got it backwards. Yeah. yeah. And then some of them say that Krishna and Vishnu come from Shiva. Oh, wow. I never heard that. Is it, is oh, yeah, the Shivites. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But the Bhagavad Gita says that to believe that uh, Brahma or Shiva is greater than the name of Krishna is like it's an offense. An offense. So to say that Krishna comes from Shiva, isn't that like just throwing a whole order out of order? Yeah. <laughs> Chaos. But, you know. Chaos. <laughs> the, the, the Kashmiri Shivites would argue that. They yeah. 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 According from uh, Shiva Puran and all those, they, they say, you know, they could say that. I know in India they say, you know, Shiva, they say, Shivam Sarvam, Shivam Brahmam, you know. So... So and you know, how how do we you know conclude like you know who is the authority you know like uh, because they're also quoting shastras you know they're also quoting from I mean we cannot deny shastras we cannot deny the you know, puranas so yeah so how, how, how are we supposed to do you know what it actually says in English which one the, whatever you just kind of are quoting or referring to oh you know Shiva Shiva is Brahman you know Shiva 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 is and Brahman you know they say like that. There are there are quotes from an Ashoka Quran. I mean, I, I can get them. So, and and in South India they quote that. So saying that. Yeah. So then because you know we understand like you know in one of the offenses, you know one of the fourth offenses, you know. Consider the names of demigods such as Lord Brahma and Lord Shiva, mm -hmm. to be equal to, or independent, of the name of Lord Vishnu. Now even Vedic scriptures we are not supposed to you know degrade yeah. them or uh, discount them. Right? No. So how are we supposed, you know, how, so how are we to know that, you know, because uh, at least we understand, you know, because from the history from Bhagavatam, we have been taught like, you know, when Vyasadeva got, you know, highest enlightenment, then he gave Bhagavad Puran. Yeah. But, so how are we to relate that, you know, how there's, can we defend ourselves? How can we defend ourselves, you know, saying that? There's several stories in the Bhagavatam about people who tried to go to Shiva for, you know, like Ravana tried to, he was a worshiper of he Lord Shiva, and he wanted, to, he wanted to help with Lord Ram by going to Lord Shiva, and Shiva said, what can I do? Ram's person of God, I can't help you there. Yeah. Isn't that true? Yeah. In that part of that story? No, there are some in stories Christ in Shiva Puran saying that, you know, Vishnu worshiping Shiva, Mother Lakshmi doing a lot of past austerities to Durgi, and, you know. It, it different, yeah, there are different scriptures that yeah, say, yeah. We just say, well, you know, we're following Srimad Bhagavatam, yeah. the Upanishads, you know, like that. Uh, and there it says that, um, you know, it, it's like um, uh, 
Prabhupada expa- explains it like this. Um, Krishna, being the supreme personality of Godhead, when he needs to deal with the material world, like creating, maintaining, whatever, then he is Vishnu. See? that's the, He's the uh, executive that deals with the material manifestation. See? From, from, uh, from Vishnu comes Brahma. You see? And then Vishnu becomes Shiva, but stays Vishnu. See, he doesn't change from Vishnu into Shiva, but he bec- he, he becomes Shiva. So Prabhupada Brahma, says, Brahma becomes Shiva. Huh? Brahma becomes Shiva. Uh, no, uh, Vishnu. Vishnu yeah. becomes Shiva. So Shiva comes from Vishnu. Gunavata, right? Yeah, like that. Yeah. Prabhupada says that. See, you can you can take milk and you can make uh, yogurt from milk. So you can make Shiva from Vishnu, but you can't make milk out of yogurt. You right. see? Yeah, you can make milk into yogurt, but you can't change yogurt into milk. So Vishnu is still something more special than Lord Shiva. Well, they say Lord Shiva is the greatest devotee of Krishna, right? Exactly. And you can, argue that, you can argue that with the Shivites. I don't yeah. know. They'll talk around in circles. What do they say in South India when you say, but he's called Mahadev, the great devotee. And they say, oh yes, devotee of who? No, they say, you know, they quote because uh, Rama and uh, Krishna are same. They quote, you know, there, there is a pastime uh, where uh, Lord Rama went to Lanka, right? In Ramayana. So he worshipped, there's a place known as, uh, you know, Kanekumari. There. So they say, oh, even Lord, Lord Rama worshipped Shiva, so Shiva is great. You know, I mean, they quote, you know, they're quoting from Shah. So, yeah. that's, what, that's what I mean. Yeah, uh, they yeah. take a little tiny piece and they try to make it into yeah. something. You know, so, uh, ultimately, what can we do? Those who worship the demigods, go to the demigods. If that's where they're determined to go, then let them go. Those who worship the ancestors, go to the ancestors. You see? So, those who worship the demigods, take birth amongst the demigods. Well, that's what I said. You, whoever you worship, that's your Ishtadev. So whichever form of Krishna you worship is the one it's you go It's not necessarily to. your Ishtadev. Right now, I don't, I, I don't have the consciousness, perhaps. Uh, I'm worshiping, let's say I'm worshiping Lord Shiva. Because my grandfather worshiped Shiva. My father worshiped Shiva. All of my uncles and aunts have worshiped Shiva. And I'm born in this part of the world and we worship Shiva. So I am worshiping Shiva. So that I achieve Shiva after liberation. It's just like achieving liberation into the impersonal Brahman. That doesn't mean it's your Ishtadev. That's just where you chose to go. That's just like, what if somebody says, you know, man, I've always wanted to go, oh, I've always wanted to go to El Paso. I've heard a lot about, I've been reading a lot about El Paso on the internet, you know. I've been studying it for years, I'm going to El Paso. You know, great Mexican food, it's the pictures that I see on the travel brochures, it's just a beautiful place, you know. You know, my father was stationed there, Fort Bliss. He always said it's the greatest place on the, on the earth. I'm going to El Paso. So you get to El Paso, and you're there for a while, and you say, wow, it's really hot here. The wind always blows real hard, and there's sand in the air. It's always sandblasting. You know, I don't think I like this place. I think I'm going to go back to Tucson and figure out a different destination. You know, but I was... Boy, I was convinced that I wanted to go to El Paso. Jeez, I blew that one, didn't I? You see? 
So just because somebody has that concept in this, in this uh, uh, human birth that I want this, or I want that, who are we to know? You know how you know? From your guru. You learn from your guru. guru. Bonafide guru. There seems to be something missing here in the communication, like a lapse. <coughs> like, um, are, you, are you talking about, it seems like you're talking about making progress, making the steps, doing the worshiping, and going to where you're going based on your progress and maybe part destiny, part constitutional position. Um, and you're talking about, like, does what I hear is desire and like our desires. If we want to go somewhere, we can go there. And you know, if we want to go here, we'll go there. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm talking about some pe people have a desire to go to, for a certain uh, type of liberation, but that doesn't mean it's their swarup rupa. Yeah, just like the Buddhists is a good example. Yeah. So you know, they have a swarup rupa. You know, they have a, a, a relationship with Krishna. But they don't normally stumble onto it right away. It's not a. In other words, liberation isn't always forever. You get there if you want something else. You come back here, and you. Now, where do we want to end up? Where do the souls end up? Home. Home isn't just necessarily anywhere north of uh, of the material world. Yeah, I thought that was all the spiritual. Home is well. That's right. But what's the center of the lotus flower? Goloka Vrindavan. Home. That's where we came from, and it's where we're headed back to. You see? That's home. That is Swarup, right? Original That's constitutional yeah. position. Yeah. You see? Now, there's wonderful places along the way. We may end up staying there eons, you know, who knows? But, you know, and it's not it's not bad, you know. It's you, you're you're liberated. You're not in the material world, but you may eventually, more than likely, you're going to want Krishna. You don't. You're not going to have Krishna. You see. And Krishna is the most. He is. Remember what I said. He's the most attractive. He's the most lovable. He's the most wonderful. He is the most. You see. Without a doubt. Yeah. He's the source of all of this. He's the, the uh, that whirl of the lotus flower. The center of that lotus flower, which is Goloka Vrindavan, is where all of these uh, Vaikuntha planets come from. If they had a beginning, they would be coming from there. It's kind of like, you know, in the spiritual world, the uh, Chintyabhedavetatva concept kicks in. And it, they never, they've always been, but they came from, they, they, they came from Krishna, but they've always existed. They've always existed, but they come from Krishna. I don't understand that. My brain's too small to understand that, but it makes sense, you see. You see, Krishna is the topmost. He's the... Now, some people, that's why I, I said when we, when we open this up, some people will want to argue with you because, well, well, what if I like this? Rather, You can like whatever you like. But Krishna is the source of all sources. If you, if you notice the, the, the old cover of the uh, Srimad Bhagavatam, Prabhupada had it, this, that 
picture of uh, Goloka Vrindavan in the middle and all the other planets. Yeah, yeah. You see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. That's all the spiritual world. But the home, the ultimate home, is Goloka Vrindavan. You see? To, uh, ultimate love of Krishna. You see, warm and, uh, warm and loving, being with Krishna in that loving way. When, when, you're, when, when you have a, a deep, loving relationship with someone, I mean, uh, far more than we can imagine, you don't ever have to worry about saying something that will uh, hurt their feelings. You see? You don't have to walk around on tippy-toes, walking on eggshells, as they say. Yeah. You know? Thank you. That's beautiful. Yeah. You don't, you know, there's nothing like that. You know? I mean, there's nothing you could do or say to me that would offend me. Because I love Gino. That's right. We might disagree, we might have different opinions, who knows? But we love each other. Yeah. That's, that's superior to anything that's material for one yeah. thing. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, all this other stuff, all I know is that yeah. I love you. We have that relationship with Krishna. I and love that's you. what I think. We talk about constitutional position, but to me, the word relationship makes so much sense. There's so many of these other concepts of planets and gods that lack our relationship with Krishna, the deepest relationship. I mean, a lot of things, the thing I had trouble with Buddhism back in the 60s, 70s, and 80s when I was reading all these books and it, is they won't even use the term I. They won't say that I go to this Brahma Jyoti, I go to this universe. That you have to try to get rid of this reference to yourself. Hmm. That's bizarre. I mean, yeah. you could do it. It's, it's a weird feeling, but then as soon as you step out your door and you have to yeah. engage in relationship with someone, you have to actually earn some money or, you know, say hello to the mailman, all of a sudden I appears right in front of exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, so I do need relationships. I do need other people. It's, it's, but if you told that Buddhist, well, can I, can I make a donation? I'd like to make a donation to your cause. To who? Who <laughs> do you make it out to? <laughs> the only right thing for him to say if he's keeping up with his philosophy is, I say, who do I make it out to? You say, exactly. no one. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Leave it blank. You know. So it doesn't exist. So I have an account it. that has no number and no name. <laughs> you see? It seems like there's a, part of it is remaining in your purity or remaining throughout all the false egos. So that's all shed. You like hold your place, and that's part of it. Krishna is Lord Buddha. Yeah, yeah. There's a you that exists outside the Do you know? Do you know what a Buddhist orders when he goes into Subway? He says, make me one with everything. <laughs> um, I have a little story about relationship. And I don't know if Gino even knows, but we were having prasadam one night. And I was sitting there, like, just like eating, you know. And I don't know if you knew or did that consciously, but I think it was a natural relationship with, uh, with Krishna, you know. Gino, and everybody's talking, and I'm thinking, God, I'm eating so fast, but this food is so good. And I was just sort of eating really fast, and Gino looks over at me and goes, Melina? Melina? And I look up at him, and I was like, hi. And he just was like, hi. So I don't even think he realized that I needed to pause from my food for a moment. <laughs> but it was, like, so natural, and I felt that it was, it was like, relating, like Krishna was totally coming through you, and it was my first experience of 
that, you know, sort Was of he interfering with your relationship with Prasada? No. <laughs> I enjoyed it more. You know, I enjoyed it more. Yeah. So, because, you know, it just made me conscious of the whole experience in my food. So. Because of our upbringing, you know, the, the lives, this life and the other lives that we've had, uh, human lives in this material world, it's hard for us to wrap our mind around uh, this Krishna. We keep thinking that he's God. You know, we gotta we gotta start thinking of Krishna as somebody that, uh, you know, you're when you when you're with him, you're gonna figure out ways to get even with him for things that he's done to you. There you go. You know, so you may be thinking, oh, I'm a little ahead. If we we just left, we're coming home early from taking the cows out, and I'm a little bit ahead of Krishna. Now, I'm gonna hide behind this tree, and when he comes by, I'm gonna tackle him. You know, I'm gonna get him in a headlock, and I'm gonna give him noogies. You know. And it's going to be so funny, yeah, you see, because he did something like that to me, you see. Uh, in the Brihat Bhagavatam Rita, Gopakumar got to go see the spiritual world. Have you read that? that? That's a fabulous read. But anyway, Gopakumar, I won't go into it. It'll take forever, but I want to tell one little part of it. He got to see the spiritual world. He got to see Goloka Vrindavan. Not just, we say, that the devotees, when we say spiritual world, we're generally referring to Goloka Vrindavan, you know. So he got to go see Krishna and Gokul. And people said to him, what was Krishna doing? You know, everybody's like, wow, you, you actually saw, what was Krishna doing? And Gokular says, he was telling many fo funny stories. He was imitating many humorous characters. And he was distorting his face. To make people laugh, you know, Krishna is like the stand-up comedian. He's telling jokes, yeah, yeah. imitating funny, funny characters, making funny faces. Mm. You know, now this is the supreme personality of Godhead. You see, I mean, you know, you'd have to loosen up a whole lot if you had any awe and reverence. You know, to this, you've got this. This cunning little boy that's uh, that's that's telling jokes yeah. and making you and you know Krishna he's probably once he gets you laughing he's going to make you laugh so hard your sides are hurt and you're like Krishna stop it stop it you know and then he thinks he's so funny you see <laughs> so part of the relationship of a close loving relationship sometimes often is that I want to make you a little angry at me nothing could can destroy our relationship you see our relationship is solid iron so I want to tease you to the point that you're almost angry at me and then he does that with Radharani he teases Radharani until she gets angry because he likes the way her eyebrows look when she's angry so here's Radharani steaming at yeah. Krishna and then he starts talking sweet words so you know, <laughs> and makes her go oh you know Krishna uh, you know so uh, it's difficult for us to get over the on reverence we're not ready for it yet we only know that's where we're going it's hard for us to do that now when we go in front of the deity you know there's on reverence when the curtains open we see the deity it's like you know you see. So we're in training for uh, Goloka Vrindavan. 
We, we have our training wheels on. This uh, ISKCON is like training wheels for Goloka Vrindavan. We're the only ones that are doing this. You know, others are, are, are teaching liberation in so many different ways. But uh, training wheels for Krishna Prem is ISKCON. That's what we're doing. We're training you and get a, getting everybody ready for that time when you will, when the curtains will open and you'll see Krishna in Goloka Vrindavan and you don't go, oh, you know, no on reverence. You just, Krishna. You run to him, embrace it. You see. You run to him and embrace it. It's a little after eight. I'm going to just run over to the restaurant and see what's going on. All right. Either. What time should we wrap up? Checks the food and he comes back. And we can go in the if we. How do you know he doesn't go over there and eat, get a well, get a plate for himself? We wonder sometimes. Take he probably home. does. You know, he goes over there, gets this gigantic plate for himself, and then comes yeah. back and says, "Well, there's <laughs> one." Anyway, we don't go in there until eight fifteen. We did. We don't go in there. You know that I don't mean that, don't you? <laughs> do sometimes they go to the at eight o'clock to the, have a kirtan over there in the temple room. So you want to do that? ก็ได้เอกสารจ้ะว่าแบบตัวสตอรี่ของพระพุทธเจ้าลักษมีที่ไปเจอที่ปัสสาวะลักษมีวันนั้นจะเป็นการโกฟี่ที่ไปเจอ
in Krishna's appearance in you know in Vrindavan here, no one they didn't think he was God. They thought sometimes I mean, he were, they were bewildered by the things that Krishna was doing. They thought perhaps he's some great demigod, but they didn't even hang on to that thought very long. You know, when they, they would see these Herculean feats that he would do, they would think, Wow, what's going on here? You know, what is this? What's with this Krishna? But then they would they would just go on, you know, as soon as you're with him. The evidence is from the stories in the tenth canto is that when you just be with Krishna, uh, the, your concept of him being God is just taken away with the fact that you're with Krishna. And everyone knows Krishna is not God. He's Krishna. You see what I mean? The living well, entities that with Krishna. Well, no. He's Krishna. Well, I God, say he's God. God wouldn't steal. Krishna steals butter, yogurt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, God's not that naughty. God can do anything he wants. In the Gita it says, you know, don't you're not supposed to cheat or gamble. He says, but I am the, of the cheaters. I am the winner of cheaters. And, you know, I don't <laughs> of the gamblers. So he'll win anything if he needs to. And it was funny because I went on vacation and I was with my friend in this casino. Her brother was gambling, and we were all really upset. Like, oh, God, he's going to stop it. We went to see him because he was in this big tournament. And I remember the whole time I was sitting there thinking about Krishna and being like, this is so bad. I know Krishna. They're gamblers, you know. But the guy who won looked like Krishna. It was so bizarre. It was so weird. The guy looked like, like a modern, like, you know, commercial. <laughs> like a material world Krishna dude. Yeah, so, yeah. It was so weird. It was it like, exists. whoa, Krishna. You know, it was like Krishna. It was just totally bizarre. I couldn't believe it. He was tan and he just had this look like, yeah, it was, it was really interesting. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Who knows? You know, <laughs> you know who knows? So... <laughs> yeah, we're we're training. We're 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 getting there. You know, Prabhupada, what he brought us, uh, we're, we realize more and more all the time. What Prabhupada gave us is the topmost. Many of many people think mine is the topmost, but this is obviously the topmost. If I found something that I thought was that was the topmost, other than this, I would go for that. Just being honest. But there is nothing more topmost than this uh, science of Krishna. You see, this Krishna uh, and Goloka Vrindavan, that is the source of everything, even the spiritual world. See, he's the source of all sources. And I believe later on in this chapter, if not in this chapter, uh, definitely in the next or very soon in this chapter, that's going to be explained again and again. You know, it has to be explained again and again for us to realize Krishna is not just another. You know, it's not like there's any, pick pick your pick an expansion. No, Krishna is the source of all of them. So, all right, what's the verdict? Yeah, we can address this a little bit slow. Just ask the Radhakant about which things we can have. You did ask him. Right. Uh, I didn't really ask him much. 
All right, so thank I'm you guys. I'm